Lamentations chapter 2, verse 1. How doth the Lord cloud in his anger the daughter of Zion? He hath cast from heaven to earth the beauty of Israel, and hath not remembered his footstool in the day of his anger. Previously the Lord had called Jerusalem his footstool, and he also called Jerusalem his scepter. And both of those things are an honor, and during the thousand-year millennial reign of Christ, he will rule the entire world from Jerusalem. And Jerusalem will literally be the Lord's footstool. But it says that he has now put the cloud of his anger over Zion. Darkness has come over Zion because of the anger of the Lord. And the beauty of Zion has been taken away. The Lord allowed the Babylonians to plunder the temple. 2. Swallowed up hath the Lord. He hath not pitied any of the pleasant places of Jacob. He hath broken down in his wrath the fortresses of the daughter of Judah. He hath caused to come to the earth. He polluted the kingdom and its princes. The Lord didn't take pity on any of the towns that are beautiful in Israel and Judah, and that's because the people relentlessly sinned and worshipped false idols. So when his wrath came, it was very complete, and it covered the whole area. The Lord allowed Babylon to pollute the land of the princes of Judah, because the people had already polluted the land with their sin. And it says that the Lord allowed their fortresses to be torn down. 3. He hath cut off in the heat of anger every horn of Israel. He hath turned backward his right hand from the face of the enemy, and he burneth against Jacob as a flaming fire. It hath devoured round about. The Lord's right hand is his son, just as any man's right hand is his son in the Old Testament. So this is talking about Jesus Christ, who originally would come against the enemies of Israel. But the Lord withdrew the power of Jesus Christ because the Lord wanted to punish his own people for their wickedness. It says that he cut off every horn, and a horn means strength. So that means he took the strength away from all of the princes and all of the rulers and the kings of Israel and Judah. And he burned Israel and Judah. The Babylonians did set cities on fire. For he hath trodden his bow as an enemy, stood hath his right hand as an adversary, and he slayeth all the desirable ones of the eye. In the tent of the daughter of Zion, all he hath poured out as fire his fury. Again, this talks about the right hand of God, which is his son. His son came against Jerusalem with bow and arrow, and he slayed all of the rich and the powerful. In Jerusalem. 5. The Lord hath been as an enemy, he hath swallowed up Israel, he hath swallowed up all her palaces, he hath destroyed her fortresses, and he multiplieth in the daughter of Judah mourning and moaning. He added lots of weeping and wailing and sorrow to the land of Judah, because he destroyed the palaces and the fortresses of the land of Judah. The king's palace was in Jerusalem, but there would have been other palaces in the land because the king might travel, or there were princes who lived in other areas who had their own palaces. But now they're destroyed by Babylon. 6. 
and he shaketh as a garden his tabernacle. He hath destroyed his appointed place. Jehovah hath forgotten in Zion the appointed time and Sabbath, and despiseth in the indignation of his anger king and priest. The Lord was the one who set up all of the appointed times for them to do the sacrifices and the festivals, but he got to the point where he himself detested their festivals and their sacrifices because they were practicing apostasy. They wanted to follow the ordinances of God while worshiping false gods and practicing sin at the same time. That's just like Christians today who want to drink, smoke, gamble, take drugs, say dirty jokes, say the F word, and they want to sleep around, but they still go to church and they expect to put money in the offering plate and say a prayer and ask the Lord to bless them. They're living in apostasy, just as the people of Israel and Judah were doing back then. They wanted to practice paganism and fornication and adultery, but they still thought that the Lord would accept their sacrifice when they brought it to the temple. And the Lord hated their sacrifices, just as he detests apostate Christians sitting in church singing songs and putting money in the offering plate. If you have sin in your life, you'll be doing a lot more by simply getting down on your knees and repenting than by going to church a thousand times and living in your sin. 7. The Lord hath cast off his altar, he hath rejected his sanctuary, he hath shut up into the hand of the enemy the walls of her palaces, a noise they have made in the house of Jehovah, like a day of appointment. The day of appointment is also the day of inspection, which is judgment day. And it says that judgment day has come to Jerusalem. He rejected his own temple and sanctuary because it had been defiled with idol worship. So why would he want to be there anymore? He gave Jerusalem to the enemies of Jerusalem. The people's apostasy made the temple a detestable place to the Lord. 8. Devised hath Jehovah to destroy the wall of the daughter of Zion. He hath stretched out a line, he hath not turned his hand from destroying, and he causeth bulwark and wall to mourn, together they have been weak. The Lord removed the walls of Jerusalem at the end of the siege, and he also removed the parts of the wall that strengthened it. 9. Sunk into the earth have her gates, he hath destroyed and broken her bars, her king and her princes are among the nations. There is no law, also her prophets have not found vision from Jehovah. The true prophet Jeremiah and one or two others did speak truth, but most of the prophets were lying because they also were practicing apostasy and sin. It says that the walls sunk in to the ground when Jerusalem fell, and her gates were broken as well. 10. Sit on the earth, keep silent do the elders of the daughter of Zion. They have caused dust to go up on their head. They have girded on sackcloth, put down to the earth their head have the virgins of Jerusalem. And this means that the people are in mourning. When they're in great grief, they tear their clothes, put on rough, uncomfortable sackcloth to wear, and they put dust or dirt on their heads to show that they are very sad. Virgins are the unmarried young girls, 
and they would often sing at the festivals. There was a virgin choir that sang at the temple of the Lord, along with the Levitical choir. And the virgins would always go out singing and dancing at a lot of these festivals and events in Jerusalem. When the virgins cry, it's a really sad day because they're actually the cheerleaders of Israel. 11. Consumed by tears have been my eyes. Troubled have been my bowels. Those bowels mean his heart. Poured out to the earth hath been my liver. Your liver has a lot to do with the health of your body, so it means that he's losing his health because of mourning over the people. And this is Jeremiah talking. For the breach of the daughter of my people, in infant and suckling being feeble, in the broad places of the city. Breach means attack, and it's saying that even the youth of Jerusalem are being attacked by the Babylonians. 12. To their mothers they say, Where are corn and wine? In their becoming feeble as a pierced one, in the broad places of the city, in their soul pouring itself out into the bosom of their mothers. These are the young children who are begging for food from their mothers, and there is no food. The mothers had nothing to give them because of the siege. Some people would judge the Lord and say, How dare he allow their children to suffer? But these very same Israelites were sacrificing their children to the demon gods. The very same Israelites didn't care if their children suffered, or at least they played favorites and they wanted some to die and some to live. They are the ones who were truly evil. 13. What do I testify to thee? What do I liken to thee, O daughter of Jerusalem? What do I equal to thee? And I comfort thee, O virgin daughter of Zion. For great as a sea is thy breach, who doth give healing to thee? Jeremiah says, What can I say to you, Jerusalem? You can't be healed. This is a grievous blow that's been dealt to you, and you're not going to recover from it. 14. Thy prophets have seen for thee a false and insipid thing. They have not revealed concerning thine iniquity to turn back thy captivity, and they see for thee false burdens and false expulsion. The false prophets and the false teachers of Jerusalem were leading the people into apostasy, and they weren't teaching people to repent of their sins and follow the Lord. Therefore the people were taken captive first by their own sin, and secondly by the Babylonians. 15. Clapped hands at thee have all passing by the way, they have hissed, and they shake the head at the daughter of Jerusalem. Is this city the city of which they said, the perfection of beauty, a joy to all the land? At one point Jerusalem was the most beautiful city in the entire world, because King Solomon made it glorious and beautiful. So the pagans all admired Jerusalem at one point. But now, after the Babylonians have conquered it, the pagans would laugh. So Jerusalem became the butt of jokes. 16. Opened against thee their mouth have all thine enemies. They have hissed, yea, they gnash the teeth. They have said, We have swallowed her up. Surely this is the day that we looked for. We have found. We have seen the pagan nations were just faking friendship because that way they could profit from Judah and Israel. They led Judah and Israel into sin, which was idol worship, and then they traded and sold with them.
And that's what happens when you and I fall into sin with so-called friends. They want us to take drugs with them or drink with them or sleep around with them. But when we have nothing left to offer, then they just walk off and find somebody else to have pleasure with. This verse says that the pagan nations actually rejoiced when Jerusalem fell. 17. Jehovah hath done that which he devised. He hath fulfilled his saying that he commanded from the days of old. He hath broken down and hath not pitied and causeth an enemy to rejoice over thee. He lifteth up the horn of thine adversaries. The Lord made his promise good. He told them that if they wouldn't repent, they would be destroyed, and they didn't listen to him, and they never repented. Lifting up the horn of their enemies means that he made their enemies stronger than them. The Lord made Babylon stronger than Israel or Judah. 18. Cried hath their heart unto the Lord, O wall of the daughter of Zion, caused to go down as a stream, tears daily and nightly. Give not rest to thyself. Let not the daughter of thine eye stand still. Jeremiah is telling Jerusalem to not stop crying. But Jeremiah wants Jerusalem to repent. Unfortunately, it didn't do that. 19. Arise, cry aloud in the night, at the beginning of the watches. Pour out as water thy heart, over against the face of the Lord. Lift up unto him thy hands. For the soul of thine infants, who are feeble with hunger at the head of all outplaces. Jeremiah says, Jerusalem, you need to ask the Lord for mercy to save your children from starving to death. 20. See, O Jehovah, and look attentively to whom thou hast acted thus. Do women eat their fruit, infants of a handbreadth, slain in the sanctuary of the Lord, our priest and prophet? Jeremiah says to the Lord, Can you please have pity on these people? Because these women are giving birth to premature babies, and then they're eating them because they're so hungry. Please have mercy on these people. And the prophets and the priests are being slain in the temple. These prophets and priests were all false, and that's why the Lord allowed them to be slain. But Jeremiah is praying can you at least remember that they were prophets and priests, even though they sinned? Can you still spare their lives? As true of all prophets, Jeremiah pleads on behalf of his people and begs the Lord to forgive his people. Prophets on the internet today do not do this. They don't care if you've sinned. All they care about is how much money you're going to give them. So those aren't real prophets. They don't lose any sleep at night over your sin. 21. Laying on the earth in outplaces have young and old. My virgins and my young men have fallen by the sword. Thou hast slain in a day of thine anger. Thou hast slaughtered. Thou hast not pitied. This is Jeremiah saying that the Lord did not take pity on the people of Jerusalem. They sinned for generation after generation. They practiced idol worship for hundreds of years before this happened. They had hundreds of years to repent, and they refused to do it. And that's why the Lord didn't take pity on them. 22. Thou dost call, as at a day of appointment, my fears from round about, and there hath not been in the day of the anger of Jehovah, an escaped and remaining one, they whom I stretched out and nourished, my enemy hath consumed. 
The Lord nourished the people of Jerusalem, but Jeremiah did too because he told them the true word of God. He warned them that Babylon was coming and that they didn't have much time to repent. They didn't take the food that Jeremiah offered, which was the word of God. And now their day of appointment or their day of judgment has come. And that concludes Lamentations chapter 2.